Today's episode is for everyone, but may be of most value to those who have been, or who I should say, who are being poisoned by harmful man-made electromagnetic radiation. Community is one of the first things to go and the last to return when suffering electromagnetic poisoning. The thing most needed is community with others afflicted just as we are. We need to share stories, victories, large and small, and encourage one another. No one understands electromagnetic poisoning like one who has been, is being poisoned, and is the, in the process of or has a desire to heal. But getting together with others, especially with other sensitives, may be impossible, at least for a season. With this in mind today, I want to share a letter I received. In it, the author discusses his source of strength, how he became aware of EMF harm, steps he's begun to take towards assessment and remediation on his own of RF radiation, Problems with solar power inverters, a partial shielding solution for cell phone towers, a do-it-yourself body voltage meter, electric and magnetic fields, dealing with dirty electricity, and EMF conflict with his spouse, and more. Coming up. EMF Remedy is dedicated to helping you understand which electromagnetic threats are present in your home, and whether in the context of your current home, one you're considering for purchase, or building a new home with comprehensive protection designed in, EMF Remedy can help you reduce your family's exposure to harmful, man-made electromagnetic radiation. Hi, this is Keith Cutter with EMFRemedy.com and you're listening to Reversing Electromagnetic Poisoning. I'm passionate about helping people who are in the process of recovering, healing from electromagnetic poisoning. I've been through it. It's no fun. I had to figure out a lot of things. I think I know how to get through this matrix quickly, and I'd like to help people do that. So before we begin today, a quick shout out to Brian from Arizona. Hey, it was great meeting you face to face. And I really enjoyed meeting your parents as well. I want to hear how your EMF experiment works out. Let me know. All right, so a couple of news items before we get started. If you want to be on the EMF remedy mailing list and We've never had a mailing list before, but we're putting together a mailing list. And if you want to be on it, come to the emfremedy.com website and you should see a button at the bottom of, I think, all the pages, actually. So feel free to sign up. Also, there may be a bonus episode this week. I'm feeling inspired. 
And lastly, boy, there is a lot of stuff going. There is a lot of stuff going on in the EMF world right now. I'm considering a class, putting together a class on remote assessment of a dwelling. And this is in particular when you can't find a qualified consultant in your area and you need help with an assessment and a remediation plan, but you're going to have to do it yourself. So the idea would be, we'll get you set up with some meters. You can collect the data under my guidance, and then I'll help you put together a remediation plan. Let me know if that might be of interest to you. All right, so let's talk about what we're going to do today. We are going to read a letter. That's what we're going to do today. And the reason I hope was clear in my introduction, but it can be really lonely (laughs) fighting this battle. Um, By the time you figure out what the problem really is, Sometimes you're pretty well drained of energy and your relationships may be a bit strained and it may be impacting your ability to continue working a job, uh, getting money, paying bills, things like that. It is a, a monumental interruption in one's life, or it can be. And we need community. I think that's one of the first things to go often the last thing to return. And, you know, not to mention the gaslighting that we suffer. And, you know, the people are well-meaning. It's just that it's the way our society is programming people these days is to help you, poor person, understand that it's you. The problem is you. You're too sensitive. You're too darn sensitive. You are hypersensitive. That's the problem. It's not that we are changing the electromagnetic environment of the earth bit by bit and spreading that um, RF radiation around liberally. No, no, no. That's not the problem. It's you, right? So getting through all of that gaslighting, all of that programming that you're loved ones and your friends may be responding to and making it through this matrix can be, it can be an ordeal. So my idea is this, I think we can benefit from hearing from one another. I have some mid to long-term plans to maybe put together some elements of community. And I would like to get, um, people who may be interested in coming on the podcast and sharing their stories. But for now, I want to read this letter. And as I mentioned, he shares um, what it is that gives him his strength in fighting this battle. The How he came to the awareness of EMF harm, visualizing RF and audio visualization as well. Beginnings of remediation for RF, solar inverter power, partial shielding, a do-it-yourself body voltage meter, electric fields, magnetic fields, and a whole house uh, solution for dirty electricity. And tell me if this um, rings a bell for anyone. 
conflict with a spouse with regard to EMF issues. I think lots of people have experienced that. So my purpose in sharing this is to show you that there are other people who are suffering and this one is taking some productive action. And yeah, I just thought that you might enjoy it. This individual's name will be withheld and he would like me to use the name three score and 10. So this is a letter from three score and 10. Hello, Keith. Thank you for the invitation to share my story. Maybe someday I'll be willing to do an audio or video chat, but not at the present time. My story isn't anything like yours as EMF hasn't brought me close to death, nor is my story anything like Shannon Rowan's. Thank you for interviewing her. Like you, she has suffered greatly, but I wouldn't mind sharing some details in written form. So here goes my attempt at sharing some of my story. I begin this story in my pre-EMF awareness years. About 40 years ago, when I was 30 years old, that is when I first heard the invitation of Jesus of Nazareth as recorded in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Come unto me, all ye that are that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He promised to give me rest unto my soul. If I were to come unto him, I accepted his invitation, came to him, and I testify that he has kept his promise my soul is at rest because of him. So for 40 years, my soul has been at rest, and I've learned over those years that whatever befalls me, oh my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is fully aware of it and will help me through it. And I do need help in all areas of my life. My relationship to God, my relationship to my neighbor, my marriage, my family, my community, my country, my health, my wife's health, our family's health, and many other areas. EMF is just one of the latest health areas I clearly need help with, his help in particular. Man-made EMF is an uninvited intrusion into our lives and brings about sickness, pain, suffering, and loss to those created in his image, mankind, and will attempt to ruin his magnificent creation. But I find comfort in his word, which tells his people, quote, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8.28. Does that include EMF and the results and debilitating EHS? Yes. All things includes EMF and EHS. And I suppose I could ask how this works together for good. Well, For one thing, it gives me this opportunity to share my story and publicly give praise to God and hopefully provide encouragement and hope to my fellow man. Another good thing is I happened upon EMF Remedy and have found encouragement, hope, and help. Praise God. And there is more to tell, but time is passing, so I need to continue. As I recall, I was a 
about five years ago that I started becoming aware of EMF. I'm not sure what caught my attention, probably something I heard on a podcast. But I remember being directed to a presentation by C.C. Doucette, who was demonstrating how harmful RF radiation was produced in our homes by items such as microwaves, cordless deck phones, Wi-Fi routers, printers, cell phones, laptops, when not in airplane mode, and more. That was what got the ball rolling with me. She was using an EMF field's acoustometer to measure the RF, and it was only a short time later, after doing some research, that I purchased one from Safe Living Technologies in Canada. Later, oh, excuse me, using the acoustometer, I was able to track down the RF sources in my home and eliminate or reduce them. Some of the items that were fairly quickly and easily dealt with were, number one, keeping my wireless devices in airplane mode and using an Ethernet connection. Number two, replacing the DECT phone, that's D-E-C-T, by the way, replaced with a standard landline desk phone. Number three, putting my Wi-Fi router on a push-button remote that activated and deactivated its power, turn off at night, on in the morning, and four, unplugging my TV's sound bar. After doing these four, which were internal and under my control, I still had RF signals very puzzling. The audio feature of the acoustometer was a big help in tracking down the source as it indicated there was a modem in operation and it was operating around the clock. The audio signal led me to my solar systems inverter that is mounted on my basement wall. I had solar installed six years ago before becoming aware of EMF and its negative health impacts. I contacted my solar installer who confirmed there was a modem in the inverter and that it could be disabled. I had them disable it and the modem signal disappeared. But there were still RF present, uh, signals present in the two areas of my home that I frequent the most, the living room and the bedroom. My acoustometer indicated the signals were at my windows, external and emanating as best I could tell, from the two cell towers located about a mile and a half from my home, which is in a country setting and about three acres from the nearest neighbor. I solved the intruding RF by putting Swiss Shield daylight fabric from Safe Living over the windows that were facing the cell towers. But there is still an external RF source that I needed to deal with somehow, the smart meter. I've been successful at reducing the meter's RF intrusion into my home, but I need to reduce it still more. I'm presently considering using a Swiss Shield fabric barrier. Over the past year or two, I have become increasingly aware of AC, electric, and magnetic fields and only recently started focusing on dirty electricity. I measure my electric and magnetic field strength with a gigahertz ME3840B purchased from Safe Living and my AC electric body voltage with a do-it-yourself body voltage meter. I compare all of my measurements to the building biology evaluation guides. I've recently installed a remote cutoff switch and have two zones operational. I can 
remotely turn the power off or on in my living room and bedroom, thus eliminating the AC electric fields emanating from the Romex house wiring when in those two most uh, frequently used areas. After measuring the AC magnetic field strength of appliances, alarm clocks, and the smart meter, I know what areas to avoid if possible. I don't linger around the refrigerator freezer when it's running, or the coffee maker, or the toaster, or the digital alarm clock in the bedroom, or the smart meter, and others. Regarding dirty electricity, I acquired a green wave EMI meter to measure my home's dirty electricity. The levels were unsatisfactory, probably because of my solar system, I would agree. (laughs) After installing several of their filters, the levels were reduced to a more acceptable level on some, but not all yet, of my circuits. Next week, an electrician is installing a whole house filtering system. I'm hoping that dirty electricity on all circuits will be significantly reduced I'm certain it was a prompting by the indwelling Holy Spirit of God that caused me to look into this EMF issue, which now has become of great importance to me. Scripture says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure, which is Philippians 2.13. God has given me the will to be involved in this matter, and he's provided me all the resources I need to do what is needed to be done. His word tells me it's his good pleasure that I'm tackling EMF. And knowing that provides confidence and rest unto my soul. As time has passed over the years, I've become increasingly aware that I have been and continue to be negatively impacted, poisoned by EMF, but not to the extreme yet. And over those years, my understanding of the sources of EMF have increased as well as the prevention and mitigation of the poisoning. The poisoning has produced symptoms, tinnitus with varying intensity, ringing of the ears, varying intensities of skin issues, rash, itching, mostly on the chest, occasionally on my shins, digestive issues upon occasion, headaches upon occasion, occasional brain fog, an odd swelling sensation in my feet, and most recently dysrhythmia. And I must add that some of these symptoms may be influenced by my age. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. My mitigation efforts have been fruitful in eliminating the headaches for the most part and decreasing the intensity of some of the others, but I'm not yet able to create and experience the health benefits of an EMF-free sanctuary by implementing full-blown mitigation. You see, my wife is only marginally on board with my problem and solutions She uses her Wi-Fi-connected tablet throughout the day and evening, so I'm getting blasts of RF. She is too, as long as I'm in our home, which is most of every day, because she knows that I have the Wi-Fi router scheduled to shut down at a certain time every evening and turn on at a certain time every morning, and she has accepted that and has heard me explain why I take that action. And at my request, she now nightly puts her tablet in airplane mode for my sake. And I'm grateful. Not long ago, she asked me a good question. If you turn the Wi-Fi off at night, why should I have to put my tablet in airplane mode? 
excellent question, and it gave me the opportunity to explain again how the tablet continuously sends and receives, or tries to, RF signals even if Wi-Fi is off. My various mitigation efforts, powering down Wi-Fi, turning on and off AC power via remote cutoff switch, Swiss Shield fabric, unplugging my recliner, installing dirty electricity filters, Ethernet instead of Wi-Fi, airplane mode on his tablet, has caused varying degrees of friction. The solution? I am to love my wife and be not bitter against her. Colossians 3.19, Ephesians 5.25-33 applies as well. Which is easy for me to do, usually. <laughs> for you see, in the eyes of God, my wife and I are one flesh. I thank God for his word and enabling me to understand it. I believe it's been vital to me as a husband. And before I continue, I must remind us of, quote, likewise ye husbands dwell with them, according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered, end quote. 1 Peter 3, 7. The subject of EMF comes up every now and again. Just the other day, my wife and I were traveling to pick up a few things locally, and I shared with her the new word, dysrhythmia, I had heard on your podcast that describes my heart action. I had told her about this heart action when I first realized it was something that was beginning to be frequent so that this was not a new subject. She also knows about my other symptoms, some of which we both experience, but I can't go into those details. I shared some of your story, Keith, of how EMF had seriously impacted your health, how you lived off-grid for a while, and ended up building your own EMF-free home. She asked me how much your home cost to build, but I couldn't give her an answer. If ever you want to share that detail, I'll be happy to share it with my wife. Uh, here's my answer to that, by the way. My son, my wife, and I uh, built the house ourselves from clearing the ground to digging the foundation and pouring that to all the framing and roofing and siding and all of the EMF countermeasures. So the labor, well... What we paid to build the house wouldn't be what it would cost to have somebody build the house. I hope that makes sense. Because we we provided the labor. Um, in terms of an increment, you know, an increase in price, comparing building one home with EMF countermeasures and a home without EMF countermeasures, figure at least $20,000 and perhaps more depending on what kind of countermeasures you want to implement. Hope that's helpful. All right. Continuing. Well, Keith, there is more to share, but I've gone on long enough for the time being. Thanks again for your invitation and for allowing me to share a little about my situation, my efforts, and my faith. Have a good weekend. Three score and ten. So that's the end of the letter, and I hope that's been an encouragement. My desire is to 
do what I can to establish that sense of community that might be difficult from for those who are suffering the most in their battle with EMF poisoning. And I'm going to look for other ways to instill that sense of community in the future as well. So I want to mention that if you would like to be a supporter of reversing electromagnetic poisoning, you may do so. There is a link in the description, or you can contact me through the website. As I mentioned, we have now an EMF remedy mailing list, and it would be very helpful. And I want to thank the people who have done this already. But it would be helpful to have more reviews wherever you consume this podcast. Apparently, it has something to do with an algorithm. Helps people to find the show. That's my desire to be able to help as many people as possible. So thanks for your time and attention. I'm looking forward to next time. As I mentioned, we may have a bonus issue uh, episode this week. We'll see you next time.